hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Nubian Queen Nation. I'm Nubia. Here, we will talk about everything queenly, self-care, marriage, taking care of our royal subjects, otherwise known as our children, spouses, elderly parents, business, entrepreneurship, media, with a sprinkling in of the most high. Stay tuned for this week's episode. Right, so we're recording. This is Nubia with Nubian Queen Nation. It's been a little bit, but I'm here, and I always say that I have a special guest because all my guests are special. And I know you hear background music. You're going to hear some car racing. Behind us, we have a beautiful piano. So we're in a, a place here in, um, we can say we're in New London, Connecticut. Yeah, no problem. And it's, uh, so what do you, how do you explain what RD86 is? RD86, um, you know, there, there's so many ways to talk about it. My, my name's Hannah yes, Gant. Sorry, and thank, I, thank yeah, you, no problem. You, yeah, no problem. So um, I'm, you know, one part owner, um, operator of RD86 with my business partner, Robert Ramsey. And, um, you know, we started RD86 um, because, you know, we were motivated to try to create a platform where um, people could test and develop new concepts in food service and hospitality. So, you know, when you start a restaurant, um, you know, the failure rate is so high and um, the consequences of failing are so disastrous for people's lives. Um, it just made sense to us to that there be a space, um, a site that was not, that, that offered a restaurant experience but wasn't like a fixed restaurant um, that could um, be a site where people who had an idea um, um, or concept could um, could prototype that. You know, there's there's so many services that exist for writing a business plan, for preparing to start, but there's not a lot out there for um, testing that out. You know, making all the mistakes as fast as you can, or figuring out that it's not for you. You know, um, before you make that commitment um, to do something that has a high likelihood of failure. And, um, you know, my interest is really in community economic development. So I come to this with a background in kind of social enterprise, sustainable business, um, placemaking, and, um, uh, and, and of course, with the lens of food, I'm a big foodie. You know, I used to manage um, farmer's markets. Okay. I had a farm business. I was a cheese maker. I had a candy bar business. That's probably where I, I met you before, probably on somewhere in a farmer's yeah. market or something like that. In our well, and, and also, like, I know that you did check out Spark. I was part of, yeah. okay. I was part okay. of starting that, the Spark Makerspace community uh, here in New London, and, and through that, that's how I met Robert. Mm-hmm. And um, Now, how long has it been up? Because I know... So we started this five years ago. Okay, it's been five years. Yeah. Okay. And, um, and so we're just really, you know, and Hugh's interested also in, um, you know, trying to create this platform for people to test and develop new concepts. So both of us really committed to doing that outside of the nonprofit structure, you know, believing that if we could build an audience um, of, uh, you know, customers who would come to RD86... Um, we could showcase, you know, the, you know, the different talent entrepreneurs and have them, you know, pay for dinner, whatever it is, and that that be the monetization um, instead of um, charging entrepreneurs for their time or, 
being, you know, heavily grant dependent, you know, there's not like good sustainability there. And so, you know, what we... I think it feel forward. I think they can come here and they can test it out and... Fail forward, you know, de-risk, all of that. So, um, you know, we really see ourselves as kind of a social enterprise and understood that, um, you know, while we're passionate about that mission in order to accomplish it, we have to actually be doing a lot more than uh, just uh, that kind of like opportunity creation. Uh, and so what kind of showed up in the first couple of years was really just running a business of like a, a restaurant ourselves in order to, um, to build that audience, um, to build trust, um, you know, with, with a consumer base and to build a brand as successful, um, you know, operators in the space before really starting to take people on. Um, it was also um, our intention uh, when you know working with these entrepreneurs is to um, kind of uh, tell a story. You know, each each project, um, each person, um, each concept, um, you know, is a story, and we you know interested in building an audience for those people. And so, part of our model had always been um, to get into media production, and um, because we you know, look like a restaurant, um, you know, in the, in those early years, we weren't able to like really get the investment to, um, to diversify and expand into that media production. Like nobody wants to invest in restaurants, you know, like I'm like, I don't even know how to, how do all these restaurants exist? Like it's been like frightfully difficult to, you know, to start and grow this. Um, I came in, I came in five years ago or more because At that time, keto was really hot. Right. And there was a, a, a guy that's in our local area. Yeah, here. our friend, you know, Carl yes. Franklin. Yes. Yeah, is, uh, you know, he has the, you know, it's, it's fun we're on a podcast. Right. He had a very successful podcast called Two Keto Dudes. Right. And has right. organized and a, I was a following keto him. festival. And before he even did the first keto festival, I think. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he had a couple of right. dinners that were sponsored here. And yep. so I did like a date night, and my husband and I came out. And we met him. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, we've done a lot. Yeah, so we've we've, all, we've hosted the keto fests. We've done uh, we've done different things um, with that community through right. Carl, since right. he has such a great following. Um, and I just love how food brings people together. You know, um, so that that's part of why I'm in this this space. Uh, but I also just really believe in like the power of these. You know, this this retail business that is hospitality um, to help and. Uh, you know, a place in an economy like New London that is, you know, kind of struggling to um, uh, to be healthy. Place. Yeah, yeah. Find its place. Yeah. yeah, to find its place. You know, I really, I think that um, part of that success just depends on, um, you know, growing the market, right. you know, attracting more people in. Um, the thing I think is funny is that, so my husband and I came five years ago, whatever, a couple times, and then I have three adult daughters and one of them was like come in every Sunday for brunch I didn't even know <laughs> she kept trying to yeah come, we to really became known for our brunch yeah, I didn't know but I had no idea that it was the same place that I was coming for the, for the keto thing you yeah know what I mean? so and that was just before the pandemic so I think that that kind of went away a little bit maybe you'll bring it back we, later. yeah we have not we have not reopened for brunch but right. I actually I mean I do see that as like a community service that we provided like for some people Brunch is like a quality of life, especially for you know, millennials and those totally. Gen Zs. They and were like, just, she was like hanging you know, out and having mimosas, for, you know. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's 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 like a quality yeah. of life, and 
And before we opened, there really wasn't much of an option. I think there's a few more now, but like that was that that to me was like checking a box in like placemaking, right. you know, for um, for this community. So um, yeah, and you know, so RD86 it looks like a restaurant. Um, you so know, much but more. The, you the iceberg, come on the here. iceberg is is big. So yes. that's kind of like is is the tip. Um, so. But um, through COVID, you know, with um, kind of the like, you know, suddenly we weren't able to be open every day, um, and we were able to access, um, you know, some, some stimulus um, resources to uh, to be able to maintain during that really, um, you know, time of like no no revenue at all, like a hiatus, right? Yeah, total hiatus, and like that that gave us the opportunity to um, to begin to complete the thought on um, expanding into the media production. And, and to have the time to learn how to use um, that technology. And so um, we've developed the second floor of RD86 into our studio, right. you know, which is where we're sitting now. And, um, you know, so we've got, a, you know, a suite of infrastructure that supports, um, you know, broadcast, yeah, live great stream, life, great cameras, you know, audio, video production. So my daughter, again, with her friend, they came on a, you guys had like a karaoke night. Mm-hmm. Like, so you guys are way more than just a restaurant. So she's eating dinner and then they're having karaoke night. And so then when she gets home, she shows us the video. And I'm like, wait, that place, you know, I knew what I'm, well, we also... I had stopped cooking on holidays because it was just so exhausting. So you guys had a program where you right. have uh, you serve food on I call it Friendsgiving. Mm-hmm. So in November for Friendsgiving, two years ago, we ordered food. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I like this not having to cook, and you were the, you're the cook. Right. So that was so that was three years ago. We came, picked up our meal, then that worked out so well. So we did it a second year, and then this is was our third year. I think that this, this is pretty much your third year doing it. Yeah, I think so. So that has worked out really well for us. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you so, like that. Yes. Yeah. That prepared meals is something we started to do weekly during COVID. So we didn't open. I know some restaurants stayed open. Um, but uh, we we chose to just to do the the prepared meals right. um, so, with a, Taco a, a different and... menu every week, and people could like pre-order and pick up um, what that would be. And um, yeah, and then eventually we did resume doing um, doing some services and some events. We were you know always known for the Taco Tuesday, so um, that's back as like a regular thing. But now we started to do a live jazz series on jazz, Thursdays. Okay. okay. Um, love the live music, and right. you know we've got the setting for it. Right. So um, in daytime, we're able to do you know different things in media production. You know, having this infrastructure doesn't just enable us to you know um, curate, document some of the stories of the projects that we're working on, but you know we're finding we've got you know client work opportunities, which is important for you know. We're passionate about the restaurant and being able to um, share infrastructure to help people to prototype and test and develop. But it's um, it's important to, to be diversified, um, you know, with your with the business model because that's not where the money is. Um, that's where you know impact is, and you know we're 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 committed to doing that. But to be kind of sustainable, we've been diversifying. And another thing that. Um, that has happened through this period is that you know my business partner Robert um, in COVID when we were all in isolation 
um, started to do uh, this simulated virtual racing, right, race right, car right. driving. Um, and, and just got how, some entry level um, and that's stuff how I bumped into him because I came to pick up my meal on for Friendsgiving. Right. And he started talking about it and uh yeah, my son his enthusiasm yeah. is in fact. Right. So so that's why you hear all the, the racing in the background. Right, yeah. So there's kind of a race night experience happening right now. It looks like um, RJ is behind the wheel. Um, so, so yeah, and you know, through Robert getting into that, you discovered like, wow, there is a massive community and economy um, in this space. And you know, when we had first started out, you know, the idea with our kind of business model with RD86 was to do that media production around, you know, um, people, entrepreneurs, small businesses that we, you know, would be working with. And you know, by the time we were able to get that infrastructure, we discovered like, and I mean, I think COVID introduced also like just the the you know the world of live streaming that there's like there's so much more than just producing content, whether that be you know little videos or you know audio podcasts. Um, you know, you can actually engage virtually in real time with yes. a ton of people. Yes. And there's a ton of people watching and consuming this content. So while you say that, there's, uh, while the, the guys are over there racing, twi- Twitch, right? Twitch, Twitch. So yeah. They're, so they're streaming live on Twitch. So if you go there and you know anything about Twitch, you can go over there. Do you know, you know the... Um, Probably already 86, something to do with... Yeah, I think uh, that we're streaming right now on Drop the Clutch. Drop the Clutch, okay. Yeah. RD80, probably says so, RD86 and Drop the Clutch. Yeah, we've got RD86 Studio and um, Drop the Clutch are two different okay. um, kind of... Um, entities. Yeah, yeah, entities, handles, okay. you know, okay, gotcha. what have you. Um, a lot of our, our music is pushed through RD86 Studio, and I think we'll, the Drop the Clutch is a brand that we've been developing for the youth program. Right. You know, and that's what RJ's engaging in, but we're also developing a, kind of like a, a team or a league of adult racers. So that's going to be happening, not in the, in that nonprofit drop the clutch space. Um, but we, yeah, we're really excited about kind of this next chapter. Like we've been doing a lot of kind of R and D, and that's what you know. RD86 stands for research and development. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, and you know, in food and hospitality, when um, you 86 something, it comes off the menu. Oh, you know, it's well, like you, you run out that. of something. Okay. Yeah, so that was, um, you know, that's part of the, you know, the meaning embedded in RD86 is like, you know, Robert and I, you know, just full of ideas, entrepreneurial, want to help other people to test and develop their ideas. 86, what doesn't work, kind of lean startup into, um, you know, being successful and, um, and also impactful. So, um, so yeah, we're, you know, excited about the position that we're in finally beginning to really get some of the live streams going. Right. Um, you know, and that's, and you have a a following, like you said, you have, you know, different groups and different age groups of people. (laughs) You have different age groups of people that are coming in and, uh, and patronizing you guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we've got a lot of like devoted fans um, and and different touch points with people. You know, um, we're still open for dining service a few days a week. Um, you know, is it got, Wednesday and Thursday? We've got uh, the two, Taco Tuesday, the live music on Thursday. We're open okay. for kind of our classic dinner experience downstairs on Fridays. Okay. 
um, still doing prepared meals, um, which is a, um, a Friday pickup. And um, Mondays is kind of becoming like a race um, race night. night but so, so this um, is the open house. And people have been walking through, and of course, she made some delicious food. So we're all eating and talking. And yeah, we and always like to like to provide the, the you know the food food and beverage, and um, and we do a lot of private events as well. You know, all the people who walk in um, are like, and this wow, is a huge could we space. do what, our what, holiday the, party here? Yeah, and what's or? the the just for the second floor? What do you think the, the square footage is? Oh, this is probably twenty five hundred, yes, three thousand square yeah, feet. Yeah. yeah, and the yeah the bottom floor. You know, we've got an outdoor space as well. Right. That I need to keep it like yeah. That. You got to yeah. come during the summertime. It's it's gorgeous. Yeah. So what about parking? I know that uh, it's kind of well, kind of sparse around here. Well, I mean we, we're street. right across the street from the municipal parking lot, um, and there's also street parking. Um, so yeah, I mean the. That hasn't been an issue. We feel, yeah, uh, we're happy to be so adjacent to the municipal lot. Yeah. So there you have it. That was a really quick interview. I mean, that's, you know, I think that people make podcasting really, really difficult. I mean, I've, of course, you guys have a lot of beautiful equipment here that I can't wait to actually learn how to use a little bit. Sure. But I just carry my telephone around, and we just, we're doing uh, the podcast on my phone, and then I'm just using my son's uh, Apple phone to record the video portion of it. So yeah. um, people can go and visit. Uh, Nubian Queen 04 is probably where I'll post it on, on YouTube. And then, of course, Nubian Queen Nation for the podcast. But, Hannah, thank you so much. This was, you know, I know you got to get back to doing what oh, you I do. Oh, I love it. I, I, yeah, no, I, I love doing things in real time. Yeah, You're so, just like, grab me and let's let's go. Yeah, so thank you so much for, for spending some time with us. You're welcome, Nubian. Appreciate you. And, of yeah. course, we'll, we'll be back next Monday. We'll be here. Thanks for being here with us today. I think I might even take the phone. Uh, by New yeah, Game Queen podcast, we'll be back around. with you. But I'm going to take yeah, the phone, and we're going to walk around and uh, view some of the people playing uh, games over there. All right. so much for joining us today at Nubian Queen Nation. Come back and join us again in two weeks. Better yet, subscribe, like, and leave a comment. And if you would, please share this with a friend. Peace and blessings. Love ya, Nubia.